0: making scaffolding
1: greetings everyone it's me that ghost and as you just heard doc is joining us again and he's making <coughs> scaffolding
0: yeah i got I, i'm building a library in my craft this moment
1: so and at this moment i'm knitting a witch hat in real life so we're both a witch doing hat? yeah
0: a yawn a yarn hat.
1: Yeah, so unfortunately, I had two types of black yarn, a really thick one that I had a very small amount of, so I made the brim out of that, so the brim actually does, like, stick out. But then I had to use a really thin oh, nice. one to make the cone, and because of that, it doesn't stand up straight. It flops over like an old-fashioned nightcap. Um. So I'm either going to sew wire into it, or get um fabric starch, or... I'll just in the future buy more thick yarn and make the whole thing out of thick yarn so it stands up properly. Like, I'll just make more hats in the future. Right, right now I'm making a black one. In the future, I'll, I'll either make another black one and just make it correctly. Uh, I've learned multiple mistakes while making this one, because I'm free-handing the whole thing. Oh, um, darn, my sweet mates seem to be having another loud party, so I'm gonna hear that through the walls. Um, I've learned from my mistakes while making this one. I've made many, and I've learned. So in the future, I'm gonna make better ones, and I'm gonna make like a, I want a black one, and then I want like an olive green one.
0: Well, all right then. So today's topic. Should probably preface this by saying that today's topic is to catch a yeti. Yes. 1995.
1: Wait, really? It's that old. Yeah. Okay, honestly, the special effects weren't good, but, like, I would have pegged it as, like, early 2000s.
0: Yeah, it's a made-for-TV movie, so take that. Now, I'm gonna start with a bit of trivia about this. Heck yeah. Um, is that, uh, it was... It finished filming in 1993, but it was not... It did not air until 95, and I can only assume this is because the editors had to had to edit out all the scenes where Meatloaf swore out the, the Yeti puppet, Hank. And I. Uh, it is my understanding that the full... The director's cut of this film is over three and a half hours long.
1: What if they were editing out all the uncensored gay scenes with Jake Grisly?
0: Perhaps. You the saw, world may never know.
1: You saw the I, photo I sent where... <laughs> There's I, I there's visual tension. The way he was acting with his body language, there was visible tension between him and just whoever he was angry at all the time. It always looked like any time he got mad, he was just ready to lean in and kiss. And then sometimes he uh, just, I couldn't tell if he was trying to seduce someone or not. Like when he uh, came to that guy's place of work and was asking his coworker about like where the dude was, um, I couldn't tell if he was trying to seduce her and question her, or just question her. Like he, he gives he's off seductive.
0: Naturalist. He's a, he's a seductive man.
1: Yeah, he gives off seductive vibes. Um. So about the the title itself, to catch a yeti, that was really misleading yeah, for me. Yeah, it's an
0: instruction
1: <laughs> It's a very nice instruction. It's not.
0: It's an instruction.
1: I guess so. Like gr- step You're one. You're going to catch. The yeti. Step one yeah. is like find a, a rich patron, I guess, <laughs> and then s- with yeah. a psychopathic son. And then step Get two incentive is catch the yeti. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you'd already have incentive if you're watching an instructional manual on how to.
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to catch a yeti before I saw the film. But now you do. I do
1: now. Oh wow! See, now I don't. <laughs> I before I saw this movie, I thought yetis were like cool and like Bigfoot. Or now it looks like a, a now when I imagine Yetis, I think of if a Furby and a Gremlin did it.
0: Yeah, he's it, it, like if an Ewok got addicted to crack.
1: Yeah, no, it's absolutely terrifying. I don't know why that little girl was like, yes, this is totally a being that I want in my presence. Like, what the fuck?
0: This is a very strange little girl. Yeah. You, uh, you caught the same thing I caught. I.
1: She uh, looked at the peepee. And
0: you know it's a boy Yeti. I checked. Yeah, she says that.
1: As soon as, <laughs> as soon as she gets a pet, she's like, hmm, "Let me uh, inspect its genitals." <laughs>
0: let me it's time to violate this yeti.
1: Yeah, that's just big yikes. But you know, Poor. okay. <laughs> um, so the yeah, the title being called to catch a yeti, I thought it's kind of weird because when it started off, when they're singing a song about like hunting Bigfoot, and it shows the guys gearing up. And then it starts, I I thought it would be, like, a whole movie about people out in the woods, like, hunting a Yeti. So when, like, five minutes in, the Yeti is already going to a city, I think, where does this movie go from here? And every time the Yeti sort of changed hands, I kept thinking, like, where does it go? Because at first I thought it was they'd hunt it in the woods. Then I thought it was, oh, they're going to spend the whole time trying to get it back from a family. It's going to, like, rip off E.T., where the government gets involved with, like, a family harboring some supernatural thing. But then the yeti escapes the family, and like everyone's just every man for himself. And it's like it's, every time something happened in the movie i it wasn't compatible with how I predicted the movie would go.
0: yeah, it's a very strangely laid out film, also uh this might be a little should we try to recap the film for i, those I feel, haven't seen it I feel
1: like we could easily recap the film, but if you haven't seen it and you want to, the entire film is free on YouTube. So, try yeah, to go watch and it. It is
0: not free. If you want a, you want a physical copy, you're going to look, look to be spend like uh, $60, $70 for a VHS. Yeah, there's. It's really expensive for some reason.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stick to YouTube. But yeah, so if you want to see it, you can watch it for free. If you want to hear us recap it, we're about to do that. Yes, we are. Um. Now,
0: recapping. So, like you said, it, it starts out in the woods, the uh, the Himalayas, with uh, Big Jake Grizzly putting on his coat. His, his assistant Blubber is there. Did you like Blubber?
1: Um, sort of. I felt bad for him. Everyone's like really mean to him, but I felt like often he was kind of yeah, the he, voice of did... reason.
0: Yeah. I did like Big. What do you think of Big Jake Grizzly? Because I think he's the
1: best. I thought he was hilarious. I liked how when they were like three fourths into the movie, he said he had to start using his brain. That yeah. mean, that means for that means for seventy five percent of killed. the movie, he's just doing shit. Like <laughs> everything, everything gross. he ever said was awesome. I loved how he like a black belt in karate was trying to fight him, and he just kicked him in the nuts. Like that was wonderful. Yeah, it was.
0: Over. Um can end your career in a single move
1: i i think big jake grizzly's great i love how he wore that like hot ass not hot like sexy but hot like temperature jacket no matter where he was
0: fur coat yeah
1: he had this like giant fur coat and in the himalayas i'm like oh yeah because he's like in the himalayas but then when he comes back and he's just like
0: he wants to prove that he's the At all times.
1: He'll be like in someone's house, like a rich guy's house with a giant roaring fireplace and be like, yes, I have 16 furs draped over my body. This is entirely necessary.
0: I mean, it is. How else are you going to know he's the world's greatest hunter?
1: He should just get a name tag that's like, hello, I'm Chief Grizzly. I'm the world's greatest hunter.
0: Yeah, but that's not as cool.
1: I agree. Uh... Yeah.
0: I will say the reason I picked this movie we're not the first person to talk, people to talk about it. But the reason specifically I picked it is because Big Jake Grizzly's played by Meatloaf, who is my favorite artist for, for music.
1: Yeah, I've been in your car when like, Cheeseburger in Paradise is playing. Right, that's Meatloaf. Meat okay, oh, no, that's Buffett.
0: I think Paradise by the Dashboard Light like. is Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's that's Jimmy Buffett. Sorry, yeah, it's-
1: sorry, I did a confusion there. I know I for I know for a fact I've heard meatloaf music while in your car though.
0: That is correct. It is my favorite.
1: But I I misattributed which music. But yeah, yeah. so the movie starts out with Jake and Blubber hunting for the Yeti and they find him after like two minutes. And Blubber's like yeah, this wait. Is the
0: world's greatest hunter.
1: Blubber's world's like, greatest. wait, that's a yeti, it's ugly <laughs> and it's short. Wait.
0: And, and it's got giant feet. Why does it have giant feet? Answer me that, Meatloaf.
1: Well, here's how. That's the, it's the same reason that the girl knew it was a male. I'm kidding. I'm oh,
0: that's the worst thing you've said.
1: <laughs> this is what's going to cancel me on the internet, is that I implied that, that furbies have <laughs> yeah, giant can dicks. Um, and yeah, don't
0: mention Hank's dick.
1: But they, they find Hank, which he's only named that later in the movie. But then yeah, Hank. He's only
0: named it like the 40 minute mark.
1: Hank runs into a tent and just, I guess, goes to sleep in someone's baggage. He, he takes everything out of the bag, gets into the bag, and then, like, rezips it with everything else or whatever because no one notices he's in there. When Jake and Blubber <laughs> look in the tent, they don't see anything out of place. It just looks like a normal ass tent. And then the people who own the tent show up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of our stuff. So then Jake is like being vague and shit, and then Blubber straight up is like, Yeah, we're hunting Yetis. Um, You're
0: an idiot! Blubber! This is fool.
1: Yeah, so then, um, then suddenly, because the movie started with, um, Jake and Blubber, I assumed that the whole movie would follow them, like I was sharing. I thought it'd be them just hunting the Yeti. So then suddenly, the movie's perspective sort of switches to that of one of the two guys who had the tent.
0: Um.
1: Mm-hmm. So he, he goes back home, and he has a, a wife and a kid, and he tells I, his daughter... A
0: weird-ass, oh, a weird kid.
1: Yeah, a very weird kid, who who puts food on the floor. Um,
0: yeah, she's also portrayed as... she's not portrayed as a weird kid, she's just... <laughs> but she's not a normal within kid. Within the
1: context of the movie, Strange she's a normal kid, them. but there's only two kids in the whole film, and both of them are clearly mentally disturbed.
0: Yeah especially what's his name again the, the other the rich kid i don't remember the, rich the plot
1: i don't remember i just hated him
0: i i can look it up right now Do however it. only two people in the entire cast on imdb even have profile pictures so oh, dang and it's it is meatloaf and blubber
1: heck yeah while doc's looking yeah. that up i'll continue the recap um so he basically tells his daughter, like, oh, I have a present for you in my backpack. I'm going to go take a shower get me a slice of pie. So he gets into the shower, and the daughter brings him a slice of pie. Wesley. Wesley. Is that what he said?
0: Wesley, Wesley um, uh, Wesley Sturgeon, played by Jeff Moser.
1: Okay, well, Wesley Sturgeon, I hated him, and I loved how the movie ended because of how much I hated him. <laughs>
0: He was very, inter- I found him very entertaining, especially like when he's first introduced. He walks into their lounge. I thought, surely, rich millionaire hunting a Yeti, it's clearly gonna be like, oh, he's doing it for a sport or whatever. And then his kid walks in, he's like, you better get me that Yeti or I'll make your lives hell.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> like, just, the kids it's... in this movie have very powerful lines. Um,.
0: Yeah, they
1: do. I thought it was weird, because at first, I thought that they were hunting it for the rich guy for fur. You know, like, he wanted, like, a Yeti rug or whatever, but no, I, he just had but, a weird kid. <laughs> yeah,
0: and also, the Yeti's fur is matted and horrible. You don't want that.
1: Yeah. No one wants it. So anyway, the dude gets into the shower, and his daughter brings him a slice of pie and just sets it on the floor. She's in his she bed. She's she, in his she bedroom. She sets it on the floor. So, she has it, I
0: understand Two feet away, why why are you putting it on the floor?
1: Like, when you're in a bedroom, you can set it on the nightstand, you can set it on the bed, you you can do a lot of things, So she's put it on the floor. And then she goes into his backpack to see what the present is, and out comes, no, and then she sees the Yeti, and she thinks it's like a teddy bear. So she pulls it out, and then it's like, being alive and shit, and she freaks out. What teddy
0: bear looks like
1: that? I mean, they do make ugly dolls. So, like, some stuffed animals, I bet, intentionally look bad.
0: It's his buck teeth that get me.
1: Yeah, like, what does he, does he, that would imply he eats, like, vegetation.
0: What vegetation? He lives in the Himalayas.
1: Yeah, that, that's the issue with the You're buck teeth. Them. He has herbivore teeth, but he should have carnivore teeth. But also, if he did have carnivore teeth in the movie, it might be unwatchable. <laughs> might be too scary.
0: It, it almost is.
1: <laughs> I thoroughly um, enjoyed honestly, watching it. I don't it. think
0: you could make the, the Yeti's design worse. I feel like it, it's a, it's at a high point. I'm
1: taking this as a personal challenge. I'm gonna make a worse Yeti. No, please, <laughs> please
0: don't don't do this to me. I I'm, I have done I, nothing to you.
1: You hit me with a lightsaber for being a cat boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you deserve that. It's called justice. But this is different. This is a this is cruel and unusual punishment. I'm gonna report you to the FBI, That's what's <laughs> gonna happen?
1: They're not gonna do anything. They're gonna—they won't even have heard of this movie. They won't even know what my threat means. Oh, they will. You don't
0: think—you don't think this movie has an entire case file?
1: Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this movie sparked like something. (laughs) If if you saw this movie, if you're supposed to be on meds and you go off your meds and then you watch this movie, then you're potentially dangerous. This is what pushes you over.
0: <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. So, wh- where were we with the plot? He, he the went to the pie on the
1: floor. It's <laughs> so
0: weird. Up, he but... needs ice cream, or else he'll die.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the yeti eats the pie, and then like f- freaks out and hides behind a chair, and it, very... get,
0: it gets real for a sec. The kid, the dad's kid, no, the other way around. The, the kid's dad, he, he comes up and he's like. You, you said you were gonna leave me some, some pie, but you didn't. You're a liar. I'm getting real tired of your goddamn shit, you piece of garbage. Why did I even have you? I should have spat you out. And, and it just goes on like that for a while, and it's really uncomfortable. And then she's like, Oh, I left it there. And he's like, Oh, oh, sorry, what a goofums.
1: Yeah, so then they cut more pie for him, and it's very clear that the pie had a slice cut out because, like, the slice was brought up earlier. So he easily could've like just looked over at the pie and saw that she wasn't lying, but instead he decided to just be emotional and not logical. Um yeah. yeah, they get the pie and then she's like, I'm afraid of the toy you got me or whatever and he's like, What toy? I didn't I didn't get you any toy. He never says what he actually got her. Like he told her there was something for her. And he, he never says her he what had it is. But... And we never find out what it was. But
0: yeah, anyway, no, do the
1: family goes upstairs. They find the yeti. the The parents are scared of it, and the girls like, I'm smaller, so I can I can get him to trust me, and she does. And then she hangs out with the yeti for a bit, and she names it. And then uh, it gets really sick because it's supposed she to didn't be. She doesn't name cold.
0: it till like way later in the film, doesn't oh,
1: she? honestly, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I
1: I need to rewatch this now to to maintain you, the integrity you don't. of our show.
0: This should never be rewatched. One I is I am
1: planning on rewatching it. I'm going to get next time I'm in town, I'm going to force my boyfriend to watch it with me. I think that'd be funny. I just I want to hurt him. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, good relationship
0: you got there.
1: Good relationship is <laughs> I, I force you to, to watch to catch a yeti because if I had to see it, you have to see it.
0: I mean honestly, I would.
1: Are you going to force your boyfriend to watch it?
0: Yeah, most likely.
1: Great minds think alike. you hear
0: that I don't, If you're listening to this, you're
1: gonna watch that. Is listening. Is he one of our? Is he one of the viewers?
0: I don't know. Don't I force him a link, uh,
1: Don't force him to listen to my show. No, no one deserves that bad of punishment. My boyfriend I'll, listens to my show. That's because he's been on my show. Cause it's cute. So. Yeah, we had a whole episode where we were going to talk about dinosaurs, and then we just talked about how we wanted to die the whole time.
0: <laughs> I did not get that. You send that to me. Send me I, like... I
1: think it's called, like, Show This Episode to Your Therapist, but we were, it, it was going to originally be called Q's Dino Hour, and we were going to talk about dinos, and then we talked about, like, WandaVision and how high school makes us depressed and just a bunch of other random stuff. But yeah, um... I- so they start giving the the thingy ice cream to keep it cold, and they like put it in the fridge at one point. But then, the perspective swaps back to our original fellas, Jake and Blubber, and they yeah. they go to the place of work of. Oh, well, first they go to like a library, and they find our main dude in a phone book, which maybe that should have tipped me off that this movie was older than I thought it was.
0: It's an old. Kind of an old movie, yeah, things
1: I remember as a kid using phone books to find people who went to my elementary school, but also like i I was a weird kid, not like yeti weird, but <laughs> that, yeah.
0: that, that, is that the uh that's the benchmark for yeah how you're... if you're
1: if you're more normal than the kids in this movie, then you're officially just fine, you know <laughs> you're fine <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they find him in a phone book, so they go to his place of work and they talk to his coworker. And Jake is either trying to seduce her or not. Who knows? It's it's Jake. Um,
0: is, I mean, I do like his stuff. <laughs> his hair.
1: He's too much of I an like asshole it. for me to think he's, like, attractive. Oh, he's a
0: man on a mission.
1: I don't know. He's so mean to Blubber for, like, no reason. <laughs> I like nice guys. <laughs>
0: no reason, come on. We all have us uh, We beat constantly. Like, that's me with my buddy Jake.
1: It's a reversal, because in this movie, Jake is the one who beats
0: people. Yeah, it is. We yeah, gotta call him Blubber.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, no. Imagine trying to explain that nickname. Then you could force him to watch the movie.
0: I could. In fact, I will.
1: It's after the Lorax 2, we should make to catch a Yeti 2. I'm kidding, no. Um. But, all right, so they it was his place of work, and they then, like get his address, I think, from his co-worker. Either that or they just wait at his place of work until he doesn't follow Uh yeah, they just get his address from the co-worker. A very
0: lie. Like um something like, oh yes, um I was going to go to his house but I forgot where he lives. Tell me where he lives.
1: Yeah, so I guess this is a lesson anyone watching the movie or listening to this podcast If you're working and someone comes into your establishment dressed in all furs, requesting to know the home address of your um, co-workers, don't tell them. Yeah, because
0: they're hunting a Yeti. Yeah, Actually, you tell them. Make sure the Yeti dies. No, don't tell them. Go (laughs) with
1: (laughs) them. Oh, yeah, also in this movie, they kept referring to the Yeti as, like, the last Yeti, but they never showed any evidence he was the last one. And they found him so quickly in the movie. I feel like, you know... like
0: He was... He is one of three Yetis.
1: I feel like possibly. he's one of many. Like, if you find him that quickly, I bet if you just stand in the Himalayas, eventually one will, like, run by. Like, I bet there's a bunch.
0: Probably. So anyway, um, Meatloaf then breaks into their house. He, he rips the chain off with his bare hands. Yeah, it was really it's badass. Very, it's incredible.
1: Uh, and then he breaks in, and he and, and I think the girl is home, but the parents aren't, I'm pretty sure. He and yeah, the girl... The girl's, the girl...
0: Um, and he he's coming to us. Please, just give me the yeti. I, I don't want to hurt you, kid.
1: Or the, something like that. The girl is also just extraordinarily strong because I think she's able to either hold a door shut he's trying to get through, or hold a door open he's trying to shut. I forget which. But at one point they were on like opposite sides of a door. So if he's strong enough to just like rip a door off of uh, its door chain, that girl is equally strong, if not stronger. She's just buff. Um. Mm. But yeah, so the girl and the yeti. Escape and they somehow get the parents. I forget the exact details, um, but they uh, golly, I'm forgetting it. No, I th-
0: yeah, I kind of forgot to, Wait, no, okay. <laughs> I done the, this podcast earlier.
1: Yeah, uh, I should have just rewatched it this morning. But the the girl and the yeti escape, and they're like alone. So then, um, the the Jake and uh Blubber then go meet with the rich guy and this is where we meet the insane child and yeah oh wait no no they the girl does not escape with the yeti they kidnap the yeti and this is after
0: yeah they get the yeti
1: yeah so they earlier in the movie before they went to the library they went to this rich guy and they were like hey the yeti you commissioned us to get um we we didn't get it we know it's in America we're going to find yeah. it so then the rich guy's like, "Well, my son really wanted it for his birthday or whatever, and his son comes Apparently, in he wants the yeah, his son comes um, in dressed in like a full suit, which later on in the movie he's seen in far more casual clothing
0: yeah, he, wh- now, later in the movie, like towards the climax, he's in like military robes with mil- military garment with all the uh, badges and war medals and stuff, and where did he get that? I don't know, with the, amu- is- with yeah. the amount
1: of badges, he looks like one of those North Korean guys. You've seen the ones, like... <laughs>
0: He's probably been in as many battles, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, as played against North Korea.
1: Yeah, to, <laughs> if, if anyone here's <laughs> listening in North Korea, fuck you, I'm kidding. That. <laughs> nah, clearly, <laughs> no one would be able to, unless, you know, Kim Jong-un's listening. <laughs> Hi, Cam. I mean, I know it's your last name. But anyway, um... (laughs) uh, Then they bring the Yeti after ripping it from that girl's arms, basically. uh, They bring it to the rich guy, and the kid's like, This isn't a Yeti. It's too small. So I immediately thought that the kid would just reject it, but no, it, like, immediately cuts to the kid, like, firing Nerf balls at the Yeti.
0: Shooting him with a foam gun. And when... I thought he was just gonna beat it to death, because when we first see him, he's, he's got a baseball bat.
1: Yeah, also, I think earlier in the movie, he, like, straight-up electrocuted a maid to death.
0: Yeah, he did. It said he is a murderer. This kid has a body count.
1: We should add him to Villains Wiki. <laughs> like, we should just make a Villains Wiki article <laughs> for Wesley. <laughs>
0: awesome. I'm, also, I, I might do that. we talked about why the kid wants the Yeti, because his parents say... He wants the yeti because he wants some something as monstrous as he is. Yeah. To be but so why why specifically a yeti? He could just he anything is fine. Yeah, right? I would have surely.
1: I, I would have gotten that kid like I don't know, just like an animal from the woods or something. Like uh, earlier this yeah, week, he, earlier this week a raccoon jumped out of, Earlier this week, a raccoon jumped out of a trash can at me and some friends. And it's like you know that raccoon was cute, but like we can argue it's monstrous because it jumped up at me and my friends. Like, why not get the kid a raccoon? That'd be way cheaper and way easier.
0: I guess the kid wants very specifically a yeti.
1: Yeah, so, so they, they get the yeti, and somehow the the so the girl's parents come home and see that their house has been trashed and robbed by into. yeah by our main characters. So um now
0: she's not for. It basically, the Yeti's gone, and the parents were just ready to leave it there. They were just like, well, oh, like, Yeti's gone, and take care of that. But the girl well, insisted did. that they get they it back. Like, hey, she goes to New York to get him back.
1: Yeah, so the whole family goes all the way to New York. They find the house of the people who own the Yeti. The father kind of breaks in, pretending to be, like, an inspector or whatever. Uh, they steal the Yeti yeah. and run. So then the rich guys get, like, uh, Jake and, and Blubber back on the case. Blubber. And they're, like, chasing the girl through New York. And um, throughout the movie, there were a lot of jokes that just didn't land for me. Like, when they're looking in the, in the phone book, and they say, like, oh, he has a wife and a daughter, some, like, uh, something, she owns, like, the shop. And he's like, oh, the daughter owns a shop, and we're supposed to know it's the wife by context. Like, all the jokes about Blubber being dumb never landed for me. Like, I never laughed at them. I kind of just did, like, a deep sigh. But the joke... <gasps> The joke where the girl asks this black belt to defend her, and he squares up to Jake, and then Jake just very, kicks him in yeah. the nuts, that was the first time I laughed it's in the Jake. movie, and that was more than halfway through the movie. This was, like, closer to the end than the beginning, and it was the first time I laughed. All the other jokes were kind of suck. They were suck. They were big suck. Um... But, yeah, so then the girl remembers that her parents asked her to, like, meet her at this train station. So she goes there. And then this is when Jake decides to start using his brains. He says that the whole time he's been chasing her, she's been running roughly south. And what's south? The train station. So he goes to the train station. He, like, beats her there and waits for her there. And uh, the, the girl meets up with her parents, and they're like, well, we can't take the train. It'll be too risky. We should take a Greyhound. No, that's riskier. We should rent a car. No, that's riskier. It's like, how is that riskier? Like, they're waiting for you to get on a train, get on a Greyhound, or get in a rental car. No one will know. It's not like the rich guy paid off taxi drivers to, like... If someone gets in your taxi with a Yeti, at like, get one in. He
0: uh, does say at one point that he owns the police.
1: Yeah, they did say that, which...
0: So they they've really made some powerful enemies here.
1: But do the police own rental car business? No. Yeah. So, whatever. But anyway, they end up sneaking onto the train, and then they take the train out to this cabin where it's all cold. So the Yeti's just vibing.
0: I honestly thought this was going to be the climax of the movie, um, where it was just it was going to end here. Like there was going to be a Jake was going to come in, guns blazing. He's going to kill the dad, um, and that. And uh, that was going to be the end of it. And I thought it would be pretty cool.
1: Honestly, this movie could have done something with, like, killing the family of the kid. Because they literally showed someone get murdered on screen (laughs) earlier in the
0: movie. Yeah, they do. The movie has body out. Yeah. But, but, uh, no, there is another part. Also, uh, this is the only part in the movie where you see Jake with a gun.
1: Yeah, so the the girl and the Uh, Yeti are, like, playing. Everyone's happy in the cabin. But Jake and Blubber somehow find them. And Jake fucking, like, comes in, he ties up the family, everyone's hostage, oh yeah, oh, by the way, the- He
0: was playing, he was the... gonna gas them, if you remember, he, he, he filled the cabin with smoke, and it was, it was filling up, he, they were going to die.
1: I remember that, I wanna go back and say, cause we forgot to mention this, that the rich kid, when the Yeti got stolen from the house, decided that he needed to come with, uh, jake and blubber and because his yeah. parents don't like him they were like yeah jake and blubber fucking yeah, take him off our hands with
0: good reason he is a murderer
1: yeah killing their staff they have to pay for whole new staff now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: also pay for i assume the staff's funeral
1: yeah I, I guess that would be common courtesy if you murder someone to pay for their funeral <laughs>
0: yeah if your kid murdered if your kid murders your maid pay for their funeral yeah this has been your advice with doc
1: yeah, great advice from Doc yet again. Um but uh so the the kid and Blubber go outside and they fall into this like Viet Cong pit trap <laughs> that was dug by the girl. They fall into the punky pit. Yeah. Um and um and the kid just keeps fucking it up like uh Jake will be yeah, like
0: he, he is less than helpful. Jake will
1: be like, "Hey, don't run out there." And he'll be like, "I'm going to run out there." And then he does. So, the 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 parents are tied up in this cabin filling with smoke and the girl sneaks in and rescues them and saves the day or whatever. I forget exactly what she did to Jake, but like Jake goes out then and like pulls the his pulls blubber out of the hole. <laughs> But then, they get so fed up with the rich kid, they just fucking yeet him into a snowbank and just drive yeah, away. Yeah, just,
0: he eats his primary clients, the reason for the job, into a snowbank. With one hand, mind you. Yeah. So, earlier in the movie, I forget, we forgot to mention this, this second meeting, um, with, at Big Dick Grizzly with the, the millionaires, he, um, the kid is mouthing off to him, Wesley, so he just, I'm gonna beat you up, kid, if you keep, keep talking to me like that. So he keeps talking to him and he just picks him up and throws him across the room. One hand, once again. This is a strong man and his parents, the whole reason he was hired to is for this kid and his parents just don't care. There's like, yeah, kid out of coming and we're going to get him the yeti, though. And he's like, yeah, I hate that kid. Still going to get him the yeti though.
1: So uh basically uh, I forget exactly what happens cuz I watched this movie I don't know, like three or four days ago, just at some point. <laughs> and, uh, basically the the kid, the kid kid's parents, the gr- the girl's parents, because there's two kids, the girl's parents basically tell her that, uh, it's unsustainable to keep the Yeti with them because it belongs to a different climate, so they go and return it to...
0: Yeah, they go to the airport, and, um, <laughs> my favorite part, blubber... Running through the airport with a with a shotgun brandishing, screaming the whole way, and just no one stops him until he dives headfirst through the X ray conveyor. Yeah, then they're held at one point by the TSA who have Uzis. By the way, it's just <laughs> very strange for the TSA to have fully automatic weapons. You would not, fairly uncharacteristic. And yeah,
1: you'd assume they'd have like a pistol very, or something, just like one shot instead of just automatic. Yeah.
0: And that's the last time we see Big J Grizzly and Blubber. We they're never we don't see them be arrested for, you know, doing you know, the the screaming and the yelling and the waving of the guns in the airport.
1: Yeah, so basically uh this movie is pre nine eleven, but <laughs> even yeah, even like, then like
0: a fair bit. Even and sometimes I miss the days where a, a short, stocky man could <laughs> run through an airport screaming with a shotgun and not be arrested.
1: You want to be that man?
0: I want to be that man. But now I'm it's a,
1: illegal. I'm shrink
0: down to three feet tall, put on forty pounds, grab my shotgun, and go run through the airport screaming. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, basically, the ending of this whole movie could be prevented if instead of trying to dive through the conveyor belt, if he just ran through the meadows. He just ran around it. Why did he have to dive
0: through it? Yeah, so. Maybe he has a point in being mean to Blubber, because that was a very (laughs) stupid idea. Yeah, I guess Blubber
1: ended the movie. So for us, that makes Blubber Blubber the hero. He
0: did in the
1: movie. (laughs) But yeah, so. They, uh. So they get arrested off screen, either that or they just get executed by the TSA with their Uzis. I
0: really hope not, because I. I You're you know like, something? Me Big Jake Grizzly cannot be felled by normal mans.
1: <laughs> We're going to read your, like, Big Jake fan fiction, where he fights off the entire TSA. <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah. So then the, the people. Actually already written. Heck yeah. Read it on air. <laughs> I'll
0: send you the script.
1: Wonderful. I will happily make an episode about it. Um, but then, the, the family, it. they release the Yeti back into the wild, and it, it's like every movie where you bond with an animal and release it back into the wild, it's like, no, you're free now, you can go. Cries and, like, turns away, and then, like, looks back to see it waving goodbye. So you'd think it would leave the off... Is
0: complete. I'm like... Yeah, Hank is completely unaffected by this. He's just, he just goes back to skiing. He just doesn't care.
1: Yeah, I feel like Hank, the the, the humans bonded with Hank, but Hank didn't bond with anyone. He was just kind of, yeah. like, he honestly seemed to feel the same around the girl as he did around Wesley. Like, he just stuff happens, yeah. and he just passively observes.
0: This is because Hank is actually a sociopath. He cannot form normal attachments.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Perfect theory. I love it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you'd think the movie would end with them, like, tearfully saying goodbye to the Yeti, but no. It cuts back to the millionaire couple. And they're, like, out by the beach on their, like, beach chairs, drinking mixed drinks with, like, straw hats and Lay's on.
0: And they just don't care that their son is still in that snowbank.
1: Yeah, so like I think the wife says to her husband, like, "Whatever happened to our son Wesley?" And he, their husband's basically like, "I don't know, but I'm so glad he's not with us anymore." And then they both do like a hearty laugh, and it cuts to Wesley still in the snowbank, and it's like, "Are we supposed to know how much time passed? Like, is that the same day he was I... thrown into the into the snowbank, and and you know his parents just as soon as." As soon as Jake and Blubber left, they started vacationing. Or yep, has they he left immediately? Honestly, that's probably why they were so willing to let him go. They were like, "Finally, we're we're ditching this kid." But uh yeah, basically, like Wesley just got abandoned, and I loved that. He pissed me off the whole movie. So the final shot of the movie, being him writhing in the snowbank, that was very nice.
0: You got what you wanted.
1: Yeah, this movie. 10 out of 10. It really... It know, it knew what its audience wanted, and it delivered. Except we didn't get to it's, see... Its
0: audience wanted child abuse.
1: Actually, okay, this movie would have gotten a 10 out of 10 if uh, Grizzly Jake made out with Blubber angrily at one point, but he didn't, so it gets 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> Alright.
0: I, I, I suppose that's only fair.
1: He got close, though. I, okay, if in the podcast app we're able to, like set a different image for, like, just one episode. I'm going to make the, the cover of this episode the photo I sent where it looks like they're kissing. Do it. If I'm able to, this, uh, this episode's going to have a very special image that's a picture yeah. of a computer with two dudes, like, almost kissing on it.
0: Yeah. Although, you're probably not going to have a great time finding images of the characters because this movie barely exists. I've told you every piece of trivia already.
1: I feel like... I feel like, uh... That's, like, kind of our, our gimmick on the podcast at this point, is we cover stuff that doesn't actually exist. Like the Strawberry Shortcake oh, Sweet we, we Dreams. We covered
0: Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That, that movie's famous. Okay, yeah,
1: that one really does exist. But if if we look at this and Strawberry Shortcake Sweet Dreams, it looks like we we cover what time has forgotten. But we remember.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is my aesthetic.
1: I, I think it's cool. I'd be happy to watch more like like unknown gem movies and discuss them with you.
0: Yeah, I um if we have time, actually, how how long have we been recording?
1: Uh we are at thirty seven minutes right now.
0: Alright, well that's enough time for me to talk about the uh Ben Stiller or no, I'm not gonna talk about the Ben Stiller one. What's the uh the original topic for this? movie that i forgot about oh golly um, i forgot Podcast idea i pitched first. kroll <laughs> that was it or was it kroll was it kroll
1: i don't remember
0: neither do i um it might have been kroll so anyway kroll i'm remembering why i probably wouldn't uh, why we didn't pick Kroll. Because I, I don't really have much to say about it. I, I
1: have, like it. It's I weird. have more I have more to say on this movie, actually. Go, go um, for it. I'm reviewing the notes I took while watching. And uh, so uh, Grizzly Jake is like, oh, it's like a small town. There's only like two families that live in it and like only a few businesses, which I've been in small towns. Like I've been to Lebanon, Kansas, where if you look that place up, it doesn't even exist. It's great. Like, I enjoyed going there, but it's so small. Their whole town is, like, a, a public VHS library where you can rent VHSs, and they have two copies of Shrek and one copy of Shrek 2. And besides that, there's Ooh. not much else there. Um, well, those are the only two movies. Well, there were other movies, too. It's a huge VHS library. I just only was looking <laughs> for Shrek. <laughs> um, what else
0: What else would you look for?
1: I, I guess Maybe movies probably. like this. <laughs> um... So another thing is, uh, in this movie canonically, there are mud monsters, and they are a predator of the yeti. And I say this because when the little girl is showing Hank her stuffed animals, um, she shows him a mud monster stuffed animal. She calls it a mud monster, and he freaks out. And she's like, "Don't worry, it's not a real mud monster. It's just a stuffed animal." Also, and...
0: why does why did we have a stuffed animal of a mud monster? Why does that exist? Yeah, and like... why does she?
1: I don't know what a mud monster is, but they clearly exist here. And it was a blue stuffed animal, and it freaked uh, out Hank until he was told it wasn't yeah, real. Been...
0: Wait, a blue mud monster?
1: I remember it being blue in the movie. I remember her saying "mud," and I thought that stuffed animal isn't brown. And then I got angry. Mm. <laughs> but that.
0: Well, anyway, um, this reminds me of the mud mon. That there's this mud golem who does comics on furry on Reddit at the moment. I've been watching. Oh, nice. It was just a mud golem.
1: That's cool. Is it sort of like a a slime, but like mud?
0: I guess. Except very much more drippy mud. It's made just a pile of mud vaguely in the shape of a fox, I guess.
1: Interesting.
0: Sometimes you gotta...
1: (laughs) Um... Um... Oh yeah, here's another note I took, is that there would be multiple times where, like, a little musical sting would be going on, and Jake would wait until the end of the sting to talk, but other characters would talk while the music was going on. So it's like, is Jake the only one that can hear the music?
0: Yeah, this is because Jake can break the fourth wall he just chooses not to for convenience.
1: I have, um, I have evidence that Hank is named earlier than 40 Minutes In. Because I said 25 minutes in, Jake hears the music, and that was after I called Hank by his name Hank in earlier messages. So he Hmm. was named probably around, like, 21, 22 minutes in.
0: He's called Hank in the the promotional material, too.
1: I didn't check out any of the promotional material, though. I just watched the movie having no idea what it was going in. Hmm. I, I just clicked on the link you sent, and, uh... Let my day unfold.
0: Well, when I say the promotional material, I mean the plot synopsis <laughs> on the back of the VHS.
1: Do you have and that's a VHS? It.
0: No. Oh. I, I've seen pictures of it on eBay when I I thought, oh, this would be great, but it's like 60 bucks. I refuse to pay more than $0.50 cents for a VHS tape. Is that fair? Yeah, that's
1: fair. Uh, yeah. I got to the point where uh, right, 50 minutes in is when Jake Grizzly said he had to use his brain. I also uh, am rereading the part where I said I, I thought it was funny that Hank got hit by a car. And yeah, it, I liked it when Hank got hit by the car.
0: It's funny when the Yeti is abused, because we don't like the Yeti. So, the um,
1: Yeti suck. Yeah, I've read over all my notes. So now I'm going to scroll back and see what we were going to review before we were going to review uh, this.
0: All right, go for it.
1: Oh, we were going to review Lord of the Libraries before... Oh, gonna... yeah. Uh, I would still great. be down to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'd be happy to watch it at some point.
0: Um, It's pretty much... It's a very straightforward just Lord of the Rings parody, but about the library. Except it is it's made in Lawrence by KU students on KU campus. The, We've been to places where it was filmed.
1: That makes me feel like I have to watch it. Like, just like how I've been yeah, to the... I've, I've been to the park where Pool Anime was, now i got to watch this movie so I can say, oh, I went to the building where where Lord of the Libraries was filmed.
0: Ah, that's why. Yeah, um, so anyway. And the weirdest thing is where I found it, which is at the same weird thrift shop on the outskirts of town... Um, where I found, uh, you know, Strawberry Shortcake movie? Yeah. Um, I, that's where I found it. And they had, like, five copies of it. Oh, damn! I bought one that was sealed.
1: And it had two inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, technically, they had six copies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Strange thing. Um, and also, that thrift shop is not in Lawrence. It's in the Pica. So, ah. like, you wouldn't expect a movie that small to leave, you know, you wouldn't expect you to leave town. I mean, I have
1: have friends, though, that I met in Lawrence who live in Topeka. Like, I can think of two off the top of my head, so it's like, it's only 30 minutes away. Like, I go over there to, like, roller (laughs) skate and go to Hot Topic. I think there's a lot of back and forth. I, um... The coolest thing I ever found at a thrift shop is there was this, like, thrift shop inside town. It was, like, on the east side of town. And they ha- had, um, old coffin nails. And I bought a bunch. Because it was, uh, like, one dime per coffin nail. So Old I, like...
0: coffin nails?
1: Yeah, so I gave them, like, a dollar and got ten. The old
0: coffin?
1: Yeah, like, so when you're building a coffin, you get, like, really long, really flat nails. So there's, like, a specific kind of nail. Just like how there's, like, long nails, short nails, long screws, short screws. But these coffin nails... Why um... do you... They were like rusty I don't you know
0: the specifics of what kind of nails coffins are made of. I
1: know how to make coffins. I know what kinds of woods are you're supposed to use and I know how long the nails are and what angle you're supposed to put them into different wood piece. I can build a coffin. Why? Cuz I I I I have access to WikiHow. Like okay, there was a big WikiHow purge in like when I was in late middle school because that was when they divided articles between WikiHow and WikiHow Fun. It used to all be on one site. And when they divided the articles, some articles were lost and were put on neither site. But back before WikiHow basically destroyed itself, um, I would spend all my free time, like in elementary school, middle school, is reading different WikiHow articles, and that's I I have a lot of knowledge in me that I'd say the average, like eighteen year old doesn't have.
0: Yeah. That is true
1: but anyway because the nails were like so rusty and gross they were either either uh, they were either stored in like a really bad condition or they were actually used to like build a coffin and then like pried back out of one um but no they're in my room back they're in my room back in kansas uh
0: you want me to go get them
1: no (laughs) i i can just pick them up myself uh my plan i have some stuff that i've acquired up here that i don't really need um, so my plan is when I go back home, like, uh, I'm coming home in 25 days, I'm gonna... I will
0: see you in 25 days, then.
1: Heck yeah. Um, my plane takes off here at, like, 10, but because I'm traveling forward in time, my one-hour flight will put me two hours into the future when I land, so I'll be landing at KCI around <laughs> 12, and then, you know, it's, like, probably 40-minute drive back into town. So, basically, the afternoon of November 20th hit me up. Or, you know, uh, I I leave on the 27th, so you have an entire week um, to, to vibe. Obviously, during Thanksgiving, I'm busy, because that's when my family gets together. But <laughs> the rest of that, that week, week, I'm going to hang out with you. At some point, I want to get a whole gang of people to go to Joanne's. I have a bunch of friends back home who want to go to Joanne's Fabrics with me. If you want to... Pardon my little burp. If you want to come, you're absolutely invited. But, like, uh, at one of those days... I'm, we're gonna get like between seven and ten teenagers into Joanne's Fabrics. <laughs> yes, it's uh, one of my friends wants to make a fur suit, so I'm, I'm coming Good. with to help give advice. Cause you know I do a lot of sewing, I do a lot of like knitting, embroidery, whatever. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna help him out, uh, help him because he he's never like bought craft supplies before. Some vibin. One of my friends is shopping I, for I could help
0: with the shaping for the head.
1: Heck yeah, honestly, right now we're just considering buying one of those uh, like patterns off eBay. You know, you can get them for seven or eight dollars, print them out, and it shows you like the shapes mm. you're supposed to carve the foam. Because he's a, uh, it, it's cake, you know. So, ah, like yes, we can definitely. either we can either buy a fox pattern or a raccoon pattern, and then just put the correct colors over. You know, we'll see. But uh,
0: don't. Oh. Now I don't want to help anymore. I don't want the buff coon to exist in real life. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we're actually making a, mon- we're making a monster. I'm going, I'm going Dr. Frankenstein on everyone. But uh, I'm making a monster. Um, but it's, for, it's to make my friend happy. <laughs> but yeah, so like, one of my friends wants to make a plushie from a video game character they like. So they're going to come look at fabric. And then Cake and I are going to be there looking at fabric. My boyfriend wants to come along just because he says he wants to spend as much time with me as possible while I'm in town. So he's going to cool. be there um but just uh my sister is coming i think because she's looking for like cosplay materials so basically just a bunch of rowdy teenagers are gonna converge on joanne's fabrics and go inside and we'll see what happens i don't
0: know that i'd describe this as rowdy but it's sure. gonna get
1: rowdy i'm gonna celebrate when i get back i'm gonna chug a bunch of dr pepper and then snort all the glitter in joanne's fabrics
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be okay for that
1: no it's gonna it's gonna oh. wreck my lungs. I'm gonna get instead of uh, black lung, I'm gonna get like sparkle lung. But it's okay.
0: Uh, you say I get the. Uh, you say I drink the bone hurting juice too much.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna snort the bone hurting spice or lung hurting oh.
0: spice. Bone hurting spice. <laughs> now in snortable form.
1: <laughs> it's like in the in the 90s and 80s. I think that's uh, all I have to say about the movie. Do you have anything else? Like, I'd be happy to keep chatting, but I don't really see anywhere the podcast can go from here.
0: Well, we can always just talk about random stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're still listening... Um...
0: You want to you wanna join my Minecraft world and help me build my library?
1: Um, Sure, I'm assuming I'll have to join through Bedrock, so I'll need to update it, because my Minecraft Bedrock has not worked in a while. So... op minute. The issue I have is every time I go to the Microsoft store, I set it up, I always click like update manually, like not manual, sorry, update automatically. I always check that and then it never does. So I always at some point it just stops working and I have to go in and update manually. And it Yeah, like you you just it sucks. It does suck. I have I just have the same issue where suck. uh for some reason very often it'll say like that I don't own it so then I have to uh like refresh or like unlog in then re-log in over and over so I can get to the point where I can click update instead of click buy but I in my Microsoft store it doesn't have a section for like what I own so I can't just find like the version that I own and update it I'm explaining it really poorly but it's... Yes. It, it's a hassle. Okay, I reached... So anyway. I reached the part that... Where it, it is doing stuff. It's... Wait, it says it's installed, and it's not giving me an option to update it.
0: It's snowing a lot right now, and it's getting... I don't... I haven't installed the roof yet, so it's getting snow everywhere.
1: Interesting. That sucks.
0: This is the, uh... This is the burden of living on a plateau. Snows a lot.
1: Beca- we are Xbox friends, right?
0: I think so. I mean, I'm on I'm on PS4, but it, it's cross-platform, so it shouldn't be an issue.
1: Yeah, I, was, I I remember friending you. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right now, Wait, my is the
0: podcast still happening. Yeah,
1: because you said why not just keep talking about stuff. Oh,
0: hey, cool. Sure, this is now part of the episode.
1: Yeah, the episode is us me trying to figure out how to play Minecraft. But yeah, no, I'm going to try the... It didn't let me update. It said it's fully updated. And the last many times I've tried to play, it won't let me join games, and it won't let me host games. So I'm going to try to join right now, but because it's not letting me update, that makes me think it's a different issue than I'm playing an outdated version. So because of that, if it doesn't let me join, then it doesn't let me join.
0: It's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try. Yep, says you're online. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Pardon my dumb clapping. Everyone listening, I'm sorry. That was probably the cringiest thing you had to hear.
0: Um, you clapped?
1: Yeah, I... Oh, yeah, so my Discord censors out background noise, which includes, like, clapping. It. If you go into, like, visio, video audio settings, you can set it up. Oh, it says unable to connect to world. Darn. Please... Please let me in. But yeah, no, I have um uh it I it said I was connecting and it said unable to connect. So I'm trying again. I'm just going to keep trying. But um no, I set up my Discord settings to ignore a lot of noises because I'm usually in noisy environments, you know. Up here I have a roommate back home. I have family, stuff like that. Uh once again it said unable to connect to world. I think my account is having the same problems it was having. Uh... I'm gonna try one more time. Third time's a charm, right? Right. I really want to play Minecraft with you. I missed playing Minecraft. I played it for my first few weeks here. I was playing Minecraft with my friends back home, and it was a big, like, emotional help for me. Like, things are the same they used to be. I'm still playing Minecraft. Oh, unable to connect. Well, I give up now, because I've done it three times. But then very quickly after moving here, it stopped letting me play with my friends. So my interactions with my friends became very kind of, like, sad. Like, uh, a lot of my friends who I would talk with them probably, like, four or five times a week because we'd be playing Minecraft together. We then started talking probably, like, once a week or, like, once every other week. And it's not like Minecraft was the only thing we had, but it it was very much, like, binding us together. And that not having it was very noticeable. Well, I'm going to fire up The Sims and like play some of that while we chat. Um, I might just end the podcast here. Yeah, okay, it says, Heads up, the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. We're at 55 minutes right, right now. So I think now's a good time to sign off. Do you have any uh, good closing words, Doc?
0: <coughs> Big Jake Grizzly's watching. He's going to help you out. You just got to give him a chance.
1: Wonderful. I hope you all have a great, uh, day. Goodbye.